Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School, and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. So is it time to go from the semi-pros to the pros? Really, that's how I like to think about going from a coach to a master coach. Here's the thing, becoming a master coach brings a certain level of accountability, but you also have to bring a certain level of skills and mindset. Now, in our master coach training program, I teach a lot of these concepts, but I wanna share the three most powerful ones with you guys here today. Now, when most people are trying to become a master coach, they have this thought that they just have to coach a ton of people and doing so, they'll learn the skills they need to learn. And that's only a partial truth. I want you to think about this. If you were playing football your entire life and then you want to take on a new sport like basketball, would throwing the basketball like a football at the rim actually help you? How about if you did that 100,000 times? I think you get the point. Yes, it's important to coach a lot of people, but it's also equally important to develop new skills so you can help others get even more results and you can make the biggest impact as a master coach. Now, I want to ask you, who's your favorite semi-pro player? So the truth is there's a lot of great semi-pro players. It's just most of them, we don't even know their names. And that's why elevating your skill from the semi-pro level to the pro level will be a game changer for you. I also like to think about this in terms of a doctor. If you get a very specific injury, do you want help from a general practitioner or do you want help from an actual specialist? That's what you get when you become a master coach. So how do we close that gap? Let's go into step number one. In order to go from semi-pro to pro, you have to continue to increase your skills, but in a more focused manner. So my daughter is 12 years old and she's a part of a soccer team. And I went to go watch her play last week. She played a couple quarters as the goalie and then moved out to mid and then even got to play some forward. The problem I see with that is that none of the girls on the team know exactly what they need to do. And as soon as they start to learn that thing, they actually get moved to another position. This is what happens when we're functioning in a semi-pro area or trying to be the jack of all trades. But when you look at the pros, you see a very distinct difference. You're not going to find somebody who's an incredible pitcher and an incredible hitter in the pros. It's because they've spent all of their time and attention becoming better in that one specific skill. And whether you agree with the amount of money they get paid or not, they are well known because of the amount of skill that they bring to the game. So semi-pros go a mile wide and an inch deep, but professionals go an inch wide and a mile deep. They understand that what got them to the semi-pros was awesome, but it's what they do next that matters most. So continue to dive into the skills that you need to master to become a master coach. Number two, is they continue to practice their skills, but they do so with other high-level players. Now, if we think of people like Michael Jordan, he probably wasn't going out and practicing his skills at a pickup game at the park. No, he was wanting to put himself in a situation that would force him to grow, to play around other pros. What's crazy is when you start leveling up yourself in this manner, it kind of forces you to grow because the typical situations that you would deal with are not present. And instead, you have to up your game to keep up. This reminds me when I was a little bit younger, I had a brother who was three years younger than me. Anytime I wanted to feel like I was really great at basketball, I would play against him. But the truth was, I really wasn't elevating any of my skills while I was playing with him. Anytime that I would go back to school, I would get my butt handed to me because I really hadn't developed the skills that I needed to play with people at a different higher caliber. And the third thing that people do to go pro is they put themselves in an environment that will challenge them when they need that extra push. 
Now, we kind of talked about this a little bit before. You want to put yourself in the room with other pros. But the thing we didn't talk about is having a mentor who's going to continue to push you and get you to rise to your full potential. Now, support partners, accountability partners, the people on the court, they're going to push you. But there's just a different level when it's coming from a coach. I guess the real question here would be, would we all know Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen if it wasn't for Phil Jackson? I think professional sports have one thing at least working for them, and that is like you can't even play the game without a coach. Somebody who can see your blind spots and get you to lift your performance lid. Now, if you can't see, I talked a lot about like the analogy of going from semi-pros to pros, but how does this apply to coaching? Here's how it applies. Number one, as a coach, you keep growing and lifting your coaching lid, not just in your business, not just in your personal life, but in every area of your life. You practice self-coaching, coaching others, and even coaching potentially your mentors. Number two is you keep practicing with other high-level coaches. This way you can keep your confidence and your skills high. Now, my coach talks about the three levels of reach where you have to constantly be reaching down out and up. As a coach, we typically tend to reach down to help lift people up to where we are. But we can't forget there's two other levels of reach. We have to reach out to people on the side, which are people that are at our same or similar level. And lastly, we have to keep reaching up. That is to someone like a mentor, somebody who's maybe a few steps ahead of you. They can give you guidance, teach you new skills, and give you their belief until you can fully believe in yourself. And that's why as a coach, we have to constantly put ourselves in an environment that will force us to continue coaching. Thank you for leaning in and keep leading from the front. Bye.